So hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to the second episode of Mindstorm podcast show with your host Bogdan and Pascal. Welcome back guys. Again, second episode. I just wanted to quickly give a huge shout out to all of you that listened to our first episode and perhaps left us some feedback either on Instagram or whatever. Thank you very much for the feedback. We will definitely take the whole criticism on board and we'll try to improve from now on. So um, we decided that today we are going to talk a little bit our journeys and how um, we both got into this fitness industry and how perhaps it changed us as person. So I will hand in to Bogdan to start with his journey and explain to us how it all started. So what got you into fitness, Bogdan? What got me into fitness? First of all, I didn't start with fitness. My first sport was actually football and I did it for one year, two years. I didn't really like it, liked it. I was very bullied there. It was all about ego. It was all about who can score. Yeah, so basically there was a competition but was not a benefit competition. It was more or less something that didn't help you at all. I can't say that it didn't help me at all because we can learn from whatever experience exactly yeah. whatever experience we have but it definitely wasn't the best experience i could ever have and after that i had a period in which i didn't do any sport i tried a lot of sports i tried basketball i tried swimming i did a little bit of uh, jujitsu and after that my fitness journey started in the first year of college so when did you start perhaps what was the main reason of you getting into fitness specifically at that point, I really didn't know why I was doing it, but it was because I was lacking in confidence and because I wasn't very tough, emotionally tough, and I had to do something in order to increase my confidence. So did you start to train by yourself or were you training with other friends? In the beginning? I did it by myself. Okay. So first time I had a personal trainer, but just because my father knew a guy who knew a personal trainer and he just showed me like the essential things from yeah, the, the gym. Basics. Yeah, the basics. And he did it for like two, three weeks. And after that, it was all by myself. Did it help you that start? Did it teach you something that you perhaps only... Uh, learning like your first year of lifting or so? Did yes, it really helped me a lot because first time when I entered the gym, I didn't know what the hell is going on there. It was like, I didn't even knew at that point what the gym looked like in the inside. Yeah, I think we all been there. I remember walking into a gym for the first time and you are like very confused because there are perhaps a lot of people training in the moment you, you're walking in and you are very confused because you don't know what to do more exactly, how to start, perhaps do you need to warm up or... Yeah, exactly. And they seem like they know what they are doing. Yeah. And some of them are looking very good and you're like, okay, so what should I do to go at, so to be at that point? Yeah, exactly. And I think that what many people are afraid of is asking away. Uh, I think that uh, that would benefit a lot of people, especially let's take, for example, in your first year of journey, would you go to anybody in the gym and ask them for, I don't know, uh, maybe some advice on your form or... Yeah, well, not really. I was very shy at that moment. So it was just me 
And I had some friends in some days, some days who trained with me and just my trainer who showed me some exercises if I was doing them wrong and that was basically it. So um, uh, tell me a little bit about your uh, physical transformation because I know you had a great and amazing transformation so how did that happen? How yeah thank you bro well at the beginning it was very strange because i did like in my first year it wasn't a big difference i just got a difference in my strength and just maybe a little bit in my shape i wasn't very constant i went like four times a week and that's it and then i had a break for three months because it was christmas and because we didn't have money in that period all these things with uh, gifts and everything so then i rejoined after one year again so you mentioned that in your first year you didn't really have uh, very much of a progress so uh, I just wanted to ask uh, were you looking at your diet as well or you, you were just going and training and that was it oh no man I was just a child at that moment I didn't know what to do I was just there because I started to increase my confidence because a lot of people were just starting to talk to me of course I wasn't talking to them and I couldn't be able to have a conversation at that point. So this helped you basically to build your for first social circle in the gym perhaps you will go there see the same people doing the same thing and you would just start talking to them and this got you confidence is that what you mean? Yeah exactly like we had like a common subject we got something in common to talk about and that's what helped me gain the confidence to talk about everything and to do other things it was just the beginning okay so tell me a little bit more about your second and third year of of lifting how how did that go what was the difference comparing it to the first year perhaps well it started very slow first time i tried to train a little bit more serious was when a friend told me how about we are doing a training together and we train together and uh, i really was very pumped up at that point so I just started to increase the weight, so I just started to eat more and I had that transformation in the second year but it wasn't like that big. I still can remember going to high school and uh, people were asking me, are you really doing this sport? Because after two years there's not very much of a difference. Yeah, exactly, it wasn't a big difference. And you did, know? That, did that discourage you or did that motivate you? Sometimes it really discouraged me but uh, most of the times I was very pumped up to show them and to prove them wrong. Yeah. Which wasn't like the best thing I could do, but this is how it yeah, was. Yeah, maybe maybe it was at the point. Maybe it was the only thing that could uh, get you more serious. Exactly, that could motivate me. Yeah, it really mattered. So uh, tell me about your social life before and after you started to notice those physical changes. How was your social life before? Did they change? It really changed, not a lot at least not at the beginning, but as I said, I was confident and I could talk to a girl for the first time and have a, have a conversation without blushing. Yeah, yeah, I think we've all been there. Another thing I wanted to ask you is, uh, how, how did fitness influence your life overall? How, how, how do you see this, um, this change? Well, obviously, it's a big difference. It is because now I am very, I'm very strong, and I'm not talking about strength like physical physical strength. strength. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking about psychical strength, 
and how I am very tough, but mentally tough, and how I can take life now. Yeah, so I think uh, this is basically discipline, right? Yeah, it, it, it is. Yeah, discipline. it taught you how to how to be consistent with your training, with your diet, uh, and uh, I think you it made you realize that if you don't put in the work. Perhaps if you don't go to the gym more frequent, you won't uh, notice progress. Yeah, and even worse, you will just lose your progress. Uh, yeah, exactly. Progress. And I think this this applies to everything, right? Like if you don't everything in life, exactly. Yeah, if you don't invest in your relationships, uh, you'll probably lose the persons in your life, or you'll probably lose money. You'll probably lose a lot of other things. Exactly, you gotta be very consistent. If if there was an advice for. Uh, people that are listening to us now that would probably want to get into fitness or perhaps any other sport but don't know how to start or uh, they basically lack that motivation or maybe they don't have the confidence, the necessary confidence, uh, what would that advice be for them? So you got to think that if you want to change, you really got to do something and you got to start. Even if you start small, you just got to start and obviously it you won't see big differences in the first year exactly. or it depends because it depends from the physique to another but you gotta start and you gotta be very consistent that will be like the best advice that's what I've learned yeah I think as uh, as you said uh, once you start I think it puts a lot of pressure on yourself because uh, let's say you buy a gym membership you'll probably tell your friends you'll tell your parents so that therefore that's going to put pressure on you because now you have to be committed because you told all of those people that you are going to the gym, right? Am yeah, I right? Yeah, exactly. And that's going to be your motivation too. It's a matter of keeping that momentum because I think everyone, once they start, they're very pumped up and they want to do the work and uh, they want to go to the gym, they want to read books and whatever it is, but afterwards it fades away. And I think that the most important thing is to keep that momentum and uh, think about why you started, basically. Yeah, exactly. You gotta have that why. If you don't have that why, you gotta you, you gotta find it. There's no backing up. Exactly. So was your journey different from mine, or it was basically the same concept? I think uh, it was more or less the same thing, basically. Uh, as you said, I've been bullied as well. I tried uh, many sports beforehand. I did basketball. I tried football for a couple of weeks, maybe less. How did you find it? Uh, very, very bad. I think I'm not made for that sport. And especially, I, I don't think I'm made for uh, team sports. Why not? Uh, because I tried basketball afterwards. And I, I remember I was the shortest, the smallest guy. And nobody would respect me. Even if I was a decent player, nobody would basically cooperate with me in a match. I would oftentimes be left out by other people, by other colleagues. And just because you were short? Yeah, that's that's the thing. Yeah, And I think, uh, I think actually... Uh, because I knew that I was the shortest, that would uh, reduce my confidence dramatically. So when people uh, notice that you have no self-confidence, they will probably not believe in you. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's why I started getting into sports. And what was your next sport after that? Uh, I did swimming for two years. This was more or less... Um, I, did it for, I, I remember I was doing it every Sunday or so. But uh, I, I don't think it really changed me mentally that much. It was just to improve my social life. Perhaps I was seeing my um, colleagues every Sunday. We would catch up, talk about video games, talk about girls, whatever. 
Uh, and afterwards, on a more serious note, when I got into college, my first year, I got this, uh, I had this uh, very good friend of mine at the time who just came to me on a day, on an average day, and he just told me, you know, they, they just started doing martial arts. They are doing karate in our college. Uh, what do you think? Do you want to join with me? And at first I was like, hell no, I'm not going to join. And afterwards I actually joined. So why? Did you find it interesting or it was just a trend at that time? No, it wasn't a trend at all, actually. Uh, I think I, I knew that it's going to be challenging and I knew that it's going to be hard. And I don't know how and why, but uh, at the time, even if I wasn't as, uh, as developed mentally, I knew that in order to get where I want to be, I have to get to this phase. I, I need to get to this transition where I would perhaps have to work. And suffer. This is how how I uh, how I look back to those years of martial arts. Did you do it like at a professional level, or was it just like for discipline and self improvement? No, it wasn't a professional level at all. Because as I said, I was very I was very short. I was very skinny as well. I was like 60 kg at 175 centimeters. I was the same height, but maybe 20 kg lighter. So there was no point in me trying to do any competition because I didn't have the technique. I was a noob. I was just getting started. So no, I think it just uh, it was just a routine that helped me to go through these years of college and perhaps helped me to build up my confidence with the time. So your confidence level did change from that point? Yeah, it definitely changed. I remember my first year I was still bullied. Uh, my friends from college, if you are listening guys, yeah, I'm talking about you. Uh, they used to make fun of me because uh, I was wearing those uh, white costumes. Uh, yeah, 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 for costume, karate. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was having a white belt and everyone in uh, college was making fun of me, how I look like a girl with a skirt or so. So yeah, I remember they were all bullying me back in the day, in the first year. Second year was better, third year uh, again was better, and it all got better from there. So what belt do you have now? Ah, uh, man, <laughs> I think it's a very funny question because I'm often asked about uh, what belt did I have, what belt did I uh, got to. I basically got to yellow belt, which took me four years. So uh, this is the fourth belt you can get in this, uh, in this style. So how did it all ended? Well, it ended on a very unfortunate note. Um, you moved here, isn't it? Yeah, I actually was forced, not forced, but I, 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 um, I chose to move to UK in order to study. So when I moved here, I was still pumped. I, was, uh, I still had that mindset of a fighter. I didn't want to quit. And I tried to get into new clubs here, but there was nobody as serious as back home. So, uh, yeah, I had to quit. So for how long like, did you stay without doing any sports? I think that the break was like three days. Three days? Yeah, was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember I was leaving on a Saturday, maybe. So my last training was Friday uh, back home. I did martial arts on Friday. I said goodbye to all my colleagues, all my uh, boys. I came uh, in UK on Saturday and I remember that on Sunday I was, I was training in the gym. So then you just started with the fitness and with this sport. Why? Uh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, it's very, very, it's very interesting, you know, because uh, I didn't get into fitness as everybody nowadays does. Uh, no offense. I didn't get into it for physical changes. I basically got into it because I knew I needed it. I knew I needed that routine. I knew I had to continue training because it was already a part of me. 
So I, I couldn't do martial arts anymore, but I chose to keep training and I was training in the gym and randomly I was surrounded by weights and machines. So it all started from there. Yeah, it was already in your blood. You just couldn't, you couldn't end it. Exactly, exactly. And I, I remember I was doing uh, way different trainings back in the day. In my first days of uh, weightlifting, I was doing a lot of cardio. I was doing a lot of rope skipping. I was doing, uh, I was doing ghost boxing. Basically, I was punching the air. And yeah, it all changed from there. So when did you start lifting serious? I think... Uh, in training with weights? I think it yeah. was actually after the first month. And when did you start to monitorize your diet, what uh, you were again, eating? Ag again, this is very different from other people. I, I, I started doing everything seriously in the first month. In the first month, because you already had this other sport and you knew that you have to do some to have some discipline. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I actually never thought about this. I think it was a discipline for martial arts. I knew that if I if I want to get serious about weightlifting and if I want to get uh, acquire a good physique to build some muscles, I knew that there was a lot of discipline required. So uh, I started in my first months. I started researching. I started uh, reading books, uh, talking to other people that were already a couple of years ahead of me I remember I was talking to a lot of guys a bit older than me I was pissing them off with all of those messages I was like how much protein does it have should I eat this should I eat that uh, what do you think about this breakfast and all of that stuff which uh, helped me a lot so how are you with your level of confidence did it change overall man the level of confidence from a fitness uh, change like and now it's on a whole nother level like i i can completely say that i'm a different person you really broke your comfort zone yeah i mean not necessarily i'm not a different person actually you know why because i think that now i am me back in the day i wasn't me i was afraid to show my real image my real self you know and what you can do and what you are made of yeah, exactly. And I will actually plug a very good book. I didn't read it yet, but you know, uh, we are both listening to Lewis House mm -hmm, and he mm -hmm. has this new book. So the book is called uh, The Mask of Masculinity and I didn't read it yet, but I know that he talks a lot about this stuff, a lot about uh, finding yourself and uh, embracing yourself. And find the motivation to start whatever you want. Uh, not necessarily. Uh, I think it it teaches you how to find the motivation to pursue what you want because we all have that desire. We all have desires. We all know what we want and or what we would like us to be, but we are too afraid of chasing it. So um, yeah, I think that um, the the biggest change was mentally. I know that a lot of people neglect this, especially in the whole social media game uh, when you see a transformation you are like wow that guy acquires so much tissue like look at those muscles he gained 20 kg in two years or one year or whatever he made so, so much improvements like how did he do that like what type of training did he do but in fact nobody thinks about the mental things and how he changed from being that little child in our cases to becoming uh, a better version of himself because the beginning is very hard yeah it is very hard and I think that without a vision you you can't get started or you can't be consistent because I don't know about you but I will tell you about myself when I started with fitness I remember I was still very skinny but I knew I had the vision in my head that I, one day I will have the physique I want 
and I still don't have it nowadays, but I know that uh, without a vision, you can't be consistent, at least I can't. So you are in a constant competition with yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm glad you you mentioned this as well, because I think that both of us know that once you get into into this game, once you get into fitness especially, is you will never be satisfied. Yeah, exactly. It's in your blood, it's in your routine, you can't just get rid of it. It takes serious stuff, maybe an injury, or maybe something worse, to just stop it, because you know how it is. It's like an addiction. It's not like just a sport. It's just like not not just. It's a lifestyle at the end of the day. It affects your whole life. It affects your relationships, your bank account, everything. And yeah, I think uh, you mentioned previously about football and basketball and how we both didn't like those sports. And I think we are both the same in terms of mindsets, uh, meaning that we bo- we are both very very ambitious and we want to perfect ourselves to improve ourselves. And I think that those improvements come way faster and uh, in a better in a better way maybe uh, when you are doing an individual sport rather than a team sport. What do you think of this? Yeah, it's a very good point because you gotta you gotta do it by yourself. You're not standing for the others. I mean, it's very important to work in a team, but it's not made for everyone. Maybe because we are both some introverts, that's why we choose the lone wolf path. Yeah, 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 I think you are right with this. Uh, and I think that when you are in a team, let's say, uh, I don't say that there is not, no improvement at all. Perhaps there might be better improvement in some cases. But there will always be competition and it's very dangerous because oftentimes this competition can uh, break you and the others because if the competition is not a healthy competition it's not going to benefit any of the parties exactly it was just yeah. like you said we're just gonna break you yeah exactly like even with uh, with fitness nowadays if you if you start comparing yourself and your journey to other people's journey and their physique you're going to break yourself both mentally and physically you're probably gonna give up yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Yeah, I think I think this is um this is a very very good advice for people that want to get into any sport. Uh, perhaps if you start looking at yourself and only at yourself and your your improvements from last year or last five years, and uh, you try to put all your focus on your journey specifically on and not on others people's journeys. I think it it will benefit you a lot. What do you think of this? Yeah, exactly. You gotta see yourself where you're gonna be in like five years, and you gotta chase chase that person. And you will when you will get at that point, you gotta visualize yourself again in another five years. Yeah, and just yeah. do that. You won't stop. It is a constant visualization. I think that every day when we wake up, even if we are getting closer to our goals, perhaps I think that the goals itself, the goal itself uh, moves as well. I think that every single day we are trying to aim higher. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't have to be something very specific. You gotta know like the final goal, but the path will depend and will exactly. always change. Exactly. And I'm I think I'm going to talk about about a different subject perhaps, which is uh, the butterfly effect. You just you just remember me about this concept yeah, and exactly. I, I only got uh, I only got familiar with the concept recently. I think it's so interesting. Do you want to explain the whole concept to the listeners? Yeah, of course. So basically, that means that a little change, wherever it is, 
will affect and uh, impact big events. Like, let's say, if a teardrop into the ocean, it will make those big waves and it will expand very, very fast and very far. This is mainly the base. The yeah, I think it's a very paradoxical uh, concept and it's quite hard to understand. But basically, uh, any, any little change, I think we mentioned this uh, in the last episode as well, in the first episode, any little change adds up. And I think that this is, this is the most important thing. Uh, like even with uh, even with the human evolution and the whole uh, the whole universe perhaps happened with a little change. Yeah, now we won't be in this point right now. Exactly, maybe. and the whole thing is a butterfly effect. Let's 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 look back to our journey. Let's look back perhaps to when we both met. If we wanted to be in that particular moment in that day. Yeah, exactly. If we weren't like seeing each other exactly. in that moment at that coffee, we exactly. wouldn't be here now exactly. at that training. Yeah, exactly. We we wouldn't probably have this podcast either. Yeah, exactly. And it's very it's very very interesting because when you think about it, it's it's just insane. It's mind blowing because you can think about us being here right now, or maybe being uh, in a whole nother position, both physically, mentally, and financially, like. It can affect you on so many levels and people I think people neglect this so much because they lack patience they don't um, they don't appreciate the small things and they only see the big picture you know what I mean yeah exactly you gotta really appreciate the journey because let's say you are chasing a goal and you will achieve it in let's say 10 years and you will basically chase that feeling when you are done and that feeling maybe will last, I don't know, one minute, two minutes, one hour, one day. But there are 10 years back which you were just struggling and didn't yeah. like enjoy what you were doing. Yeah, exactly. And uh, this reminds me of what Gary V says. Uh, he basically says that he, he hates losing, but at the same time, he loves losing. And that means that even when you lose, even when you make a step back from your path, from your from your goal chasing, you know that you'll still be there 5, 10, 11 years later, still chasing that goal. But perhaps if you take a step back and you see that as a failure or as a defeat and you leave that path and you don't go to that goal anymore, perhaps you completely lost everything. You lost all the years. You lost all the work. Exactly. You're going to start all over again. Yeah. And this will just happen again and again and you won't reach any point. You gotta know what you are doing and you gotta know why yeah. you are doing it. And yeah, and I think that uh, a lot of people, uh, myself included, we oftentimes uh, forget about what a journey is meant to look like. A journey is not this straight line. You know, there are a lot of cliche images nowadays on Instagram where you have that... Uh, that iceberg? That uh, big iceberg yeah, with that uh, yeah. big end into the sea? Yeah, so that was one of them. I was yeah, talking about yeah. another one. But let's, let's talk briefly about this iceberg. So basically, you have the peak of the iceberg outside of the ocean and there is success, right? You're not going to just climb that. But they they don't know that the iceberg is way bigger than that. Yeah, exactly. Like the, underwater, the peak. Yeah, exactly. underwater, you have sacrifices, you have hours of work, you have uh, failures, you have uh, 
a lot of other things that people don't see, yeah, especially exactly. on social media. Hard work, smart work, and everything. Yeah, exactly. And uh, let's talk about the other pictures that uh, I was actually I was actually looking to to talk about is uh, where you have two points. You have point A and point B, and there is a straight line between them. And in the other case, in the second case, you have the same points, but there is perhaps a very crazy line that goes back and further, left, right, and then reaches the... Up to down. Exactly. exactly. That is what a success journey should look like. So it won't happen how you, talk, how you think it will happen. You will have ups, you will have downs, but you got to be prepared for everything. You, gotta, you can't control the circumstances. You can't just be prepared and face them. Exactly. I think that that's what makes a journey. That's what makes life interesting. Because if life was this straight line, it would be very boring. And predictable. Exactly. And afterwards, we will probably make a simulation of other people with more interesting lives, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's why we are doing these games, because we just create a straight line with this concept. Yeah. And this is the beauty of life. It's very unpredictable. And... When something bad happens, you can see it as a thing you can learn from or as a failure. So it's a matter of having the growth mindset or fixed mindset. Exactly. So we were talking about confidence and how important it is in order to achieve uh, whatever we want to achieve. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's a very, very interesting topic because um, without confidence, you can't really achieve anything, as you said. And... Uh, Confidence, I think it comes from improvement. It comes from progress. When you have progress, when you improve yourself, when you do a certain thing for a long period of time, no matter how hard it is, no matter how many setbacks you have, that will mean that will make progress. Even if you are not doing it at a professional level, let's say, for example, me doing martial arts, I wasn't doing it at a professional level. I wasn't getting trophies, I wasn't getting uh, medals or whatever, but I was actually putting in the work, uh, improving myself. Um, and um, at the end of the day, I noticed that. I knew that I am better, not necessarily as a fighter, but as a person. And when you know that, when you finally realize that you changed and you reached this point where you wanted to be six months back or one year back, you start gaining a little bit of confidence. Am I right about that? Yeah, exactly. You can have confidence and you can learn to have confidence and gain that confidence from everything, from whatever you do. You know, you mentioned that you can learn confidence and uh, I don't think I agree with that because uh, I think I, I probably read maybe five or six books that are linked to confidence and linked to self-improvement and self-development, but I don't think I, I gained any confidence at all from just from the theory. I think uh, that it is when you apply what you've learned and when you experience it by yourself, uh, I think that's when you gain confidence because most of the times the theory is way different than real life and when you apply some certain concepts you'll see you'll, uh, oftentimes they don't work or perhaps you have to try harder, you have to try different ways, different ways of approaching people, different ways of dealing with people or dealing with problems or whatever. So, yeah, I don't think I agree with that learning thing that you said. I agree with what you were saying, and I agree that you have to practice a lot to gain confidence. It's not about theory, but at the beginning, you got to know. If you, if you lack confidence at all, you got to know from where to start. 
and you gotta have the concept of confidence and from that point you can understand actually what confidence is and you can start to improve it and to develop how to improve it yeah uh, yeah yeah I agree with this I think it's a matter of self-awareness exactly to yeah. be self-aware of what you are doing in order to to have this progress yeah because uh, at the end of the day as Gary V says Gary Vaynerchuk he says that if people don't complain, if people are living miserable life, lives but they don't complain and they are happy, well, they are successful. Then you don't have to improve anything. But that's, self, that's lack of self-awareness. If you know that you are in a bad spot, if you know that you are in a bad place mentally, physically, and you have to change it, then from there you start your own journey. You start realizing that you have to gain confidence exactly and if you are in a situation where you are feeling bad you're feeling shy you just gotta think that that's not gonna end your life that's not gonna end every anything you just gotta see yourself in a bigger picture and you gotta see what can we improve from there and even even if you did something wrong and even if you someone else thinks that you don't have confidence and maybe you don't didn't get that job or maybe you didn't that girl that you like didn't like you back you just gotta learn what you did wrong and what uh, can improve from that point yeah i think uh, yeah i think that's a very good point actually uh and it's oftentimes when people are as you said they are already self-aware uh and they get into this situation let's talk, let's take for example what you just said uh talking to a girl or dating a girl or uh, trying to get in a relationship with a girl they know the theory but they're afraid of that acceptance what if she is not going to like me back or what if she is not going to vibe with me you know what I'm talking about yeah exactly and you gotta just learn and you gotta step back after that event see what you did wrong see what you did good and try to improve what you did uh, wrong and even what you did good maybe you can do it better yeah and I think that if you have this growth mindset perhaps you can go into any other experience any other uh, opportunity of this kind uh, talking to a girl you can go into that date with a lot of confidence already because you know that even if it's gonna succeed or not you're gonna learn from it but if you are going there already defeated you know there was this quote um, uh, I don't remember the exact words but it was something like a war is won before before it begins something like that so if you go to if you go to a um, date thinking about how you are going to to fail exactly you won't be able to achieve whatever you want to achieve yeah, because you are only you are You're only thinking that you will fail yeah and that's yeah. gonna make you fail yeah and you are not living present in present you are living in the future exactly yeah you got a point you really got a prepare but that doesn't mean that you don't don't have you have to go there and just do whatever goes through in your mind even if you lack something yeah you have to be prepared but that doesn't mean that if you fail you'll want you won't try it again exactly you gotta just do it over and over again until you yeah and very good let, let's take this example again and try to approach it from a different angle uh, I'll take myself as an example because it's the easiest uh, thing to think about is let's say me I was 19 I was talking to this girl uh, I, I'm 100% sure she liked me I liked her as well 
but I was too afraid of asking her to go out because... You knew from other experiences that she won't go out with you? Yeah, and I was lacking the confidence and I, I didn't have a good opinion of myself. Uh, I, I was basically thinking of myself being this guy that nobody would go out with. Exactly. In order to love someone, you first gotta fall in love with yourself. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a very great point and... It, it gets us to any, any relationship, perhaps. When you, when you want to have this successful relationship, when you want to have a, a very good partner, you have to first think about yourself. Because if you are at level 2 and she is at level 8, even if she's going to try to talk to you or even if she's going to like you and try to be in a relationship with you, you both are not going to match together because you are not on the same level. And I'm, I'm not talking about looks, I'm not talking about boobs or six-packs, I'm only talking about uh, mental level, about self-development and about experiences. Because some guys are like 26, 27 and they didn't, they didn't have any serious relationship or perhaps they didn't have any uh, actual learning points. They didn't, they didn't have a very bad experience af after which they had to learn after which they had to develop and if you are cruising if you are cruising around and not uh, giving enough attention to yourself and what happens with every experience that you experience basically uh, you are not going to change and you are not going to go to the next level even if you didn't have any experiences and you you think that you didn't learn nothing and you're at that age 26 like you said or maybe older 30 you don't have to give up you gotta just try and you gotta see what you did wrong and you gotta develop what you did wrong in order to be good and you gotta to achieve whatever you want maybe you don't want a relationship maybe you will just want this path with uh, Korea you gotta do that yeah because let's say for example uh, somebody goes for a job interview and they know that this is the job of their dreams and they thought about this for years and they prepared and whatever but they lack confidence and they they don't get uh, they don't get the job they get declined right now you can see this thing as a massive fail failure and you can never try to come back to that interview again and do better or perhaps you can do the opposite which is the growth mindset approach you can as you said uh, experience the thing fail but afterwards you can take a conclusion Look back at the memory, think about what you did right and most importantly think about what you did wrong and what you have to improve in the future. Exactly. So in a in the conclusion, you just gotta try over and over again until you succeed. That's the point. Yeah, yeah. Consistency and self-awareness. If you lack those two, you'll probably never be successful. Exactly. You gotta have a p piece of paper and you gotta write whatever you did wrong and whatever you did yeah, good. Yeah, and now we come back to the same uh, concept, which is fitness and consistency and programming. And this is how it impacted our lives, basically. It, learned, it taught us how to be consistent, how to have a plan, how to have a program and how to respect it. And therefore... You will have success. Are, yeah, therefore here we are now completely changed. So with that being said, I really hope that this conversation really helped in your journey. Maybe you find yourself in this journey and it will help improve whatever you want to improve in your life. So therefore, thank you very much for listening, guys. And I hope that you're going to tune in in the next episode. This is Pascu. And this is Bogdan. And see you at the next episode.